If the chatter of mind stops or doesn't stop, don't be concerned with it. It's not important now, whatever it has to say. It's not important. Things are as they are. And some part of you knows that that's perfectly okay. stories come to mind when you think of your life these days? Let them fall away. They serve no purpose, really. Whatever mind is presenting, ignore it. It's going to be presenting something else in another minute. Ignore that too. It's just chatter. Our conditioned ideas of how things should be, how you'd like things to be. Believing it is, because that makes you a slave of mind. 
me to this retreat tonight. Leave aside your life stories as much of the personality as you can. There's no need to follow these motivations that are normal for most people. On a physical human level, let yourself be nurtured this week. Let nurturing come. It is the natural order of the totality of consciousness to take care of itself, to nurture itself, to move towards that which is in harmony, or we could say to move towards love. That natural movement towards the goodness of your general well-being is organic. Movements towards suffering. It's either karmic or it's conditioning or it's cultural. Or and it comes in in order to give us an experience of the opposite of what consciousness tries to do. So if there's a habit of you being hard on yourself, let's give it a space of where it's not running. And see, see if, if there's enough space for the natural order of things to rise up. Because the natural state, the natural way of being human, it just takes care. Not takes care of something. It's not that particular. It just takes care. There's always exceptions, but that's the general movement. So leave space for taking care of yourself this week. Huh? Just leave space for that. In whatever way taking care of yourself will manifest. It could be around exercise, or fresh air, or your diet, or on a deeper level. <coughs> could be around stopping self-criticism, or stopping self-doubt, or if you're feeling nervous or anxiety, just bringing in self-acceptance. These levels of things are, are, are techniques for steering mind towards the natural movement of taking care.
Don't come in with ideas of what it would look like to take care of yourself. That's not what I'm talking about. It's not about replacing one set of conditional thoughts with another set of conditioned thoughts. Not about that at all. It's about leaving space for a natural movement that comes from someplace else other than your head. strange to be around people and not talking, but enjoy it. Enjoy it. Keep your attention inside. And you see the thoughts of like, oh, am I passing out this person? Oh, where are they sitting? Is there space for me? And just watch all that madness. <laughs> You know, I'm just like, hold on, now I'll just stand here with my plate and let's see where I land. Just slow it all down, slow it all down. So that the dialogue isn't directing you. Just watch and see how much madness goes on upstairs. <laughs> it's your chance huh? so one thing that I would recommend is don't make eye contact with people outside of this room because that's a communication you know, it's a communication because there's like an odd there's, there's something it's, it's so natural to connect this is how we work huh? that's how we do it <laughs> so, so just don't make eye contact and you feel a bit weird to be walking with your eyes slightly down you know, but, but it works it works, you know. It stops a whole load of chit-chat. If it's possible to turn off your phone and not turn it on for a week, happy days. <laughs> if that's possible, then please do it, huh? Don't imagine you have to be in touch if you don't have to. Definitely advisable not to read if at all possible. Just more time to watch the madness of your head, in your head. Because reading is a great distraction, you know? 
gives the mind something to chew for an hour or two. So if you can manage it at all, just like, okay, let's see how I get on. How, what response comes up if you don't read, you know? Generally what happens with people is that mind goes nuts for the first couple of days, and then somehow it just seems to give up trying for attention. So let's see how you do. From tomorrow, we're going to have a second chair like this here. So the way we do it, um, just for those who are new to this format, is that we will hold the satsang in a question and answer format, and, the, and if you have a question, you come to the chair, and there'll be a mic. And if that freaks you out, that's great. <laughs> that's something else to push through, and let's see if the body will come up. You know, Let's see if the body will come up and talk. The fear of exposure is the, is the fear of exposing what you try to hide, which is only going to be the ego. That's the only thing you're going to be hiding. The only thing you're going to be protecting is who you think you are. It's the judgments you have about yourself, you know? But the more naked you can be about that person that you pretend to be, well, there's a bit of honesty in that, and honesty always brings about some shift. Because the ego will do everything it can to hide and protect itself. It will use any mechanism at all to keep the show on the road, keep the idea of you alive. In a week like this, Writing is good if, if, you, if, you, you know, if you're drawn to writing down your ideas or processing or just, just kind of... Writing is good because it's like a, a way of throwing out what's in your head, getting rid of it. If that draws you, then fine. But letting go of that is good too. So if we were to do satsang in the original Indian way, we'd be sitting like this in silence for four and a half hours every day for a week. We could do that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might happen, you know. there be a huge fight in mind if that were to happen? How would that stir, huh?
honest this week. Just be honest with yourself. Don't hide. Be honest on the inside. Don't hide from yourself. Whether or not you share it publicly or not, <coughs> it's not really the issue. It's about you being honest with yourself. Huh? usually has a, a side that, you know, it's often called the shadow side or, you know, the crappy bits that we do <coughs> to, to hide. But they cause most identification because they're very potent. Because there's a sense of protecting ourselves in that kind of shadow, that murky, the nasty side. The greedy side. It's kind of greedy. Mm. Just let yourself see it, huh? We'll deal with it. We'll deal with it. It'll be fine. Let's try something. 
See if you can. Okay. Just choose your sense of hearing for now. Just let listening happen. Let your hearing go right out.
just the verb hearing. Going to move to another sense that's a little more tricky. Let's see how we do. So the sense of touch. There's a texture of a chair beneath you and on your back. So, without naming what's creating that texture against your body, can there just be the sense of touch that is active in the nerve endings of your skin? The experience of touch without the labeling of what's touching what. The pure experience of touch. Can that experience of touch be happening without it being your experience? without it being your body that's registering it. Can there be just the experience of touch? Can touching happen? just be touching, an experience of touching without two, without you and the chair, just touching. there is perceiving without somebody doing the perceiving of something else. It's where labeling is not active. It's where duality is not active. Nobody is doing anything. There's just action. There's just the verb of what is happening.
So without the labeling, there isn't even something happening. That's where that phrase might make some sense. Nothing is happening. There's just happening. But if there is something happening, we're back in with subject-object. We're back in again. The labeling mechanism is active. So it's refining mind, pulling it back out of the dualistic triad. Me feeling something. Me hearing something. Me touching something. Something touching something. That's the dualistic framework, huh? And so as it pulls right back from the dual to the non-dual, to pure perception, the verb is enough. That's what pure perception is. Nothing is being perceived. Nobody is perceiving. It's consciousness that's doing pure perception. It's consciousness that does the verb. So if you were able to do it, then, then that's you as pure consciousness. You know, that's not you as the individual, but that's you as pure consciousness. Now, this week is all about going prior to that, but that's a very good stepping stone. If you can get a handle on that, it's very good. Just because it's a great place, mind can go there. At least mind can go there. And it can get used to what it's like once identification completely burns out, because that's what plays, pure perception plays. Just pure perception. There's no need for the rest of it, it's just exhausting. Couldn't be bothered. Pure perception is enough. Making a bit of sense? Is there anybody who totally couldn't do that? Great. Great. It's the most natural thing in the world. There's a gentleness about pure perception, about just the verb. It's not as heavy or as dense or as in the world, you know? Laden with I like and I don't like. If there's just hearing, it's very difficult to like or dislike a sound because you don't name the sound. There's no labeling of the sound and you need to have a label of the sound in order to have I like, I don't like. There must be a label. There's noise. I don't like the noise because your conditioning will tell you that. You see? There's a bird singing. Oh, that's beautiful. None of that dialogue happens if it's not, there's a bird. It's just listening. Just listening is happening. Or hearing is happening. Hearing is more passive than listening. Let's go with hearing. Hearing is happening. Then every sound is okay because you, you have to label it in order to think it's not okay. It's very simple, isn't it? It's dead simple. But we go the long route to have a look at the ego and break that down and break down that. How do we live our life? And this is the journey, huh? This is what we do. We like a slow death. <laughs> that's the game. Something to do while the body's alive, huh? I guess that's a good enough reason for it. I can't think of any other reason. You had trouble with the audio, Elliot? You know, I think it's the, the shape of the ceiling. When I listen to you, when I cut my ears, 
uh, a whole, it's like, a, like goes from two dimensions to three dimensional hearing. I think it has to do with the, oh, the shape, shape, shape yeah. of the room. Okay. So. Might be, yeah, maybe tomorrow to find another position or find a place, because, yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe, yeah, exactly. We'll tweak it, because remember last year we did play quite a bit yeah, yeah. before we had the right. Oops. <laughs> But it's a fun room, I mean, Thanks. really, it's amazing. It's an amazing room. Amazing room. But even going like this in the wall, there's that. Yeah. It's like you're hearing, there are frequencies that are coming in that normally disperse. Yeah. And Jack, sitting right here, it's like, I just came out of my throat. Ah. Is it everywhere? No, I don't want to hear it. You're right away. An echo of yourself or of anything? Just yourself. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. In a room uh, where I live, uh, people, there was a little trouble hearing. People said, well, turn the fans off. I said, no, that's ridiculous, turn the fans off. What's it do? It makes a tremendous difference. Yes. So the fan somehow also changes the, vi the vibration. So we can experiment, you know, unless it's very hot, mm -hmm. to just turn the fan. Okay, <coughs> let's play with it. People feel free to do what they need to do yeah. to find a good spot yeah. for your own sense of hearing. Sure, sure. Make it one for you. There's a dome in, the, in Houston Airport, in Terminal 2. You know there's a dome that, that's particularly rigged up. Does anybody know this dome? It's like, it's to the middle of, you know, you know when they have like yeah. the gates this way, that way, you know, four-pointed turn. And there's this, there's this dome and it's got little stars in it, you know, so it, it looks like, you know, just an aesthetic piece, you know. But they've actually rigged it up so that it echoes. <laughs> so somebody told me about this. So I was standing like, this is like in March, you know, just last month. Standing there going, ooh, ooh, and you go, ooh, 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 you hear this thing. And you're walking by, she's doing, what's she doing? Oh, it's great crap. Anyway, it's worth doing it if you're in Houston. <laughs> it's a great game. <laughs> we can pass around this mic this evening. If people want to talk or or if you're willing to holler from where you're at, that's fine. Are there lights? Sure there are. Would you like the mic, you know? Uh, can everyone hear? 
is it a dangerous game? And how, what the hell is going on with it? Uh -huh. Does that? Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. It's important to recognize when a situation is destructive. That's, that's what I hear you saying. It's like, it goes into being destructive, but, but, but you're working with it because you can see that the ego is the thing talking. Now, okay, okay. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a time when, when consciousness of the totality is tolerating, tolerating, tolerating something. And then it's like, actually, we can't tolerate it anymore. It doesn't need to be tolerated anymore. And you've done it, you've had the experience, the intensity of it. Now, if you stay there, and the spiritual path is a great way for one to miss the end of the natural, mm, the learning curve. When the learning curve stops and the destruction comes in, self-destruction comes in, right? Spiritual path can cloud this over because, because our focus is on watching the ego and saying, no, 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 okay, I can still use this as a spiritual, spiritual practice, I can still use it, but actually, it's gone into destruction. Now, there's a wisdom to know the difference, and it's trial and error. I don't know if there's any way of checking it out except saying, is this destructive, is this relationship destructive for, for the new character? And if it's destructive, get out. <coughs> get out if it's destructive. There's a point of where you can use it as, you know, to, to chop off the ego, to chop identification. And then it's more about destruction. Mm -hmm. That's when to get out. And it's only trial and error is going to let you be able to taste when, when consciousness actually doesn't want to tolerate this anymore. Or it's moving. I'm pushing against the natural flow. It's reached its limit of what to tolerate. And I'm pushing against the natural flow in the name of, of demolishing the ego. But the price is too high. It's gone into self-destruction, and the lesson really is about knowing when it's destructive. When the spiritual lesson stops and it becomes destructive. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. So it's just simply, it's just simply discrimination. Yes, it's discrimination. And you'll find people who are like, oh no, that's destructive for me. And it's like, Jesus, you're just protecting your ego, actually. It's no, not destructive at all. But it's like, when, when, when we're doing the spiritual work for a long time, it's probably in self-destruct for a few months before you actually are completely sure that there's nothing new to learn in this. We tend to go like that, you know? Chew everything out of it. Every bit of juice is out of it. And it's like, whoa, we're a few months into self-destruct. It can be like this. You know, it's like okay, is there a way? And if if that is the case, then is is there a, when when would I have known? When when could I have known sooner? When could discrimination have served me better? To know that actually no, this is just going to destroy. This is going to lead to ill health or me being out of balance. Or this isn't. I'm not growing anymore here. So it's just, is that, that's the, it's always that, it's never, that, it's that fine line 
between sort of nothingness, yeah, <laughs> and the humanness. Yes. Because this abandonment, abandonment of the human well-being doesn't, doesn't work either. No, it works if you're in a national. Yeah. It doesn't work in the West. It works if you're protected from the world and your food and your shelter are kept away from you, your relationships are modified, you know, yeah. and guarded. It works there. It doesn't work for us. Yeah. And, 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 you know, we're, we're at that time in the evolution of non-duality of Advaita Vedanta, when there isn't a clear model, our models are abandoning all humanness. And it's like, yeah, that's fine, because the collective was holding them and protecting them. We don't have that. We don't have that, you're on your own. But the thing is that's so tricky is that it switches in and out. It's like it's not, I mean, it's been probably 10 months or so. And it just, it can be full on and then it can be oh, gone. The, in terms of the, the suffering module. Yes. So that's why it just seems so, and the fact that it's, that there's such a strong history of it. And that it's such a, it's, it's such a, Negative emotions are such a good way, it seems, such a good way to create a sense of density and reality. So I suppose it's not over. I suppose that's what I'm realizing is that this investigation or the whatever it is isn't over. But yeah. How come emotions have the power to, 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 to intensify the sense that this is real? Being lived, 
by family members. And so um, I just see that it's like coming, it's kind of, but do you see the trans stage when you're in it? Is there yeah, something that's objective about it all yeah. the time? No. <laughs> okay, you totally get lost in it sometimes. Yes. Okay. And it's horrible. It's identification, yeah. 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 And then, but it can, you know, it can, it, something can step back. And so it's just, I don't know. Sometimes it seems like this is really important <laughs> to just stick with it. And sometimes it seems just, Dangerous. Yes. Like dangerous game. And yes. I'm not saying it's just a situation because I think it feels bigger than that. Yeah. Um, I just feel like that's a good way. Just to a trigger. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. Um, yeah. So. Okay. So then, am I right in saying your discrimination is saying you've got to stay with this because it's about something bigger? Yes, it, <laughs> it is saying that. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's not my favorite. It's not. Sure. It's not what I would have chosen. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Which <laughs> choice? Yeah. Okay. So okay. I just have. So I don't know what this week is going to be like, but it's intense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dissolve the fears of depression and that, that whole mental health area. Can, 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 can you work through the, the fear, the threat that that might happen? You mean like hospitalization and mm. all that kind of thing? Yeah. Um, thus far? Okay. Thus far, it seems like that's, the, that's where it's always pulling, is you know, you're going to end up in Okay, can you dissolve that, that idea? Because it's like that idea has a, a real threat attached to it. Seems to have an energetic, you know, a fear, a fear thing going on, which is just an idea. Like if you end up with mental health issues, you end up with mental health issues. Yeah. But keeping the idea of it alive is a whole other ball game. That's keeping. Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't buy it. All right. I don't buy it, but it, it's, <laughs> it's just so strange. I don't know what it is. It's just, is it just mind that's just grabbing onto this whole thing and creating this sensation and these, these sense, I mean, it's just bodily sensations and this trance state, and it's just, if so, it's kind of amazing yes. how far it will go. Yes. And it seems sometimes like it will go, it will seek to destroy the organism itself in order to maintain control. I mean, when I sort of sit back and say, oh, what is your reasoning here? Yes. It's sort of like, well, I know I don't have control, so my last ditch effort is to try to bring the whole thing down. Okay. And, it's, and so then it's just staying. Staying clear. <laughs> yes. And letting it, I mean, what else can I do? It's, I can't stop it um, when it's going. And then there's, there are times of clarity that it's just, just saying, it's intense. Yes, it's intense. Yes, it's intense. 
show itself clearer to you, you know? Yeah. How this mechanism works. You know? And it can give you that understanding of, okay, there's the physiology, and there's the mind using the physiology for its own purposes. That needs to be seen. That's really... I mean, just to hear, just to be having this conversation is a huge relief because to see that that's possible, to see that, and not, oh, yeah, what I mean, the freedom of that. Yeah, yeah, and it's almost like you have to understand it and know it from the inside. Yeah, the mind would use the body for its own purposes. Yeah. So when you talk about that movement of con consciousness, uh, you were saying earlier, to take care. Oh yeah. Okay. So <laughs> where is this? Yes. I, it's the consciousness. I'm, it's something. It's the silence. It's the the seeing. In yes. this case, it's the taking care. Something is trying to show to expose yes. the root cause of this physiological response. This hypnosis. Mm -hmm. There's an understanding trying to come through. Yes. 
Okay, let's try the next game. Okay. So I came in. Look at the man. The lady said, oh, the drink's back here. So, oh, we went to a beer, you know. My beer, it's a good idea, you know. <laughs> I never drink my beer. <laughs> Can I order with my A margarita. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's the teenagers. Yeah, yeah. What do you want to do, right? <laughs> so, it's really, I mean, it's wonderful because, you know, Mexican, they bring out fresh uh, tortilla or something, you know, like corn, you know, like fresh, you know, with some, some dip, you know, it's wonderful. <laughs> Hope because she could sit nearby somewhere, you know. But she just happened to walk from the place <coughs> as a witches. Anyway, you know, my spinning around the story. Um, on the way, anyway, you know, that was not going to stop. But on the way from the airport to here, I, I, was, I had a rental car and driving. And it's about an hour and a half or so drive, you know. For, um, but there's a lot of background. You know, thought that at times open, you know, open road and just in the natural state of, you know, consciousness. Yes. But at times it, it, it clouded with something, you know, not quite right. And when I look, it's, it's the thought of, you know, the hope of meeting someone here that, you know, that yes. I may, you know, be yes. just a. And it trigger all sort of you know old habit energy that we yes. talk about. Yes. And and discernment happened and, and, and clear, you know, but it happened quite a few times. Uh, on the on the way, you know, on the trip here. So I guess um, it's like a report, you know. Yes, sure. Um, I guess that's all I got. <laughs> Let's see what happens. You know what might be interesting? If there is a desire all the time, you know, because that, that one about uh, finding a young one to, you know, yes. have fun with. <laughs> if, it, it might be, it, it, sometimes we can play a trick of mind, you know, because it's always running the hope, the hope, the hope, maybe she's and maybe she's, you know, you, you could play a trick and say, you know what, we're just going to accept that there never will be anybody else. Because if mind accepts something, that it's another way to just cut the desire. Acceptance is a great equalizer for desire. Accepting the fact that it's, it's not going to happen. I mean, but knowing that if it does, I welcome it, of course. If it does, it does. You're not setting up a block. I'm not talking about setting up a block the natural flow to talk about just telling mind actually it's not going to happen so forget about it so it's being the manager of mind so you're just telling mind it's not going to happen and something is allowing allowing the flow of what will happen to happen but mind isn't going in there with its desire what do you think of that that has been considered you know <laughs> <laughs> Why, why 
considering. Yeah. <laughs> Would you consider it again and again and again? <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's the, it comes natural to consider that, really. Okay. Um, and, and accept, you know, because yes. when, you know, last year when we talked about that, yeah. Yes, we so were becoming a monk last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was preparing to go to France to be called that. You know, that's the first thing that I'm willing to give up this, right? Yes. So, so it comes many times, but it seems like, uh, you know, there's from time to time temptation arising. Yes. You know, of offer, you know, an option here. You know. um, You know the way some people hit hopelessness of the spiritual path? Han is living in hope. I'm sorry, I was taking the mic. I couldn't mix it up to Okay. <laughs> but you I know, mean, people, you people are hopeless because they think they can get, you know. I'm the opposite of that. You're the opposite. I'm optimistic. Exactly. Yes, totally the opposite. Your nature is optimistic, but desire has got a hold of it. You see, this is the thing. Desire will use what it can. It will use a natural character, characteristic. <coughs> the, the thing that I share with you, you know, in, in DC Sassan, you know, was that I, I asked myself, like, why, why am I not getting Detecting this, you know, particular woman that I you know, yes. seem to be, you know, uh, having a crush on. Yes. And it was, it was the, the spiritual layer on top of what it is. You know what I mean? Yes. Because usually when I find myself attracted to a woman, yeah. it right away spot on the, you know, desire, you know, yeah. to to have a relationship with her, you know, yeah. based on you know, sex, whatever. Sure. But, but this particular woman is, is, has a spiritual layer over, overlay. Okay. So I couldn't see it, you know? Yes. I mean, yes. I, mean I didn't get it until very recently, you know? Yes. It's like, oh my God. You know, <coughs> it's like a shock to me, really. Sure. And I'm like, what happened? What, 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 what happened? You know? That was the thing. It's, it's, it's like the hope of finding someone who is on path and, you know, she's yes. ahead of me and this and that. Yes. That was the thing. It called up that. that Underlying desire. Yeah. You know. <coughs> so the desire is using anything it can. Exactly. It's, it's so masterful. It is so yes. tricky. It's tricky. Like more and more. Yes. I mean, that's the most awesome trick that it, 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 it you know. Yes. It ran on me, you know. Yes. Um, recently, I. You know, last year we talked about, you know, how to really work with it directly. Yes. But I found myself, you know, struggle with that, you know, at, at the beginning. And not until recently that, you know, like, like an alcoholic who knows that alcohol is not good, right? Yes. So he would do everything not to drink. Yes. But if, if alcohol happened to, to run down his throat, he enjoyed it, you see, that's yes. the thing. Okay. 
that's, I didn't get that until very recently. Like, ah, that's why. Yes. You know, it's like, I don't want it, but if you nail me down and pull it over, I would yes. just swallow it. You know what I mean? Yes. That was, that was the thing that I, I discovered. Like, oh my God. So that helped, that realization that I yes. enjoyed the experience. It happened. Yes. You know, without my control. You know what I mean? Yes. So. So then you always leave a space for, well, if it comes, I will still be prepared to enjoy it. So you're leaving a little opportunity there. I'm not aware. Okay, if the desire, if the desire is totally dissolved or dropped, then, then the idea of sex, sex would never be as good as the idea of sex. No, uh, what I'm saying is because... No, I know you're not saying it, but I'm just saying yes. the point. Yes, yes. <coughs> I'm not saying that I would enjoy it because I realized it's hard to, to deal with it because I still enjoy it, you see. Yes. But now I realize that, no, I don't want that. So I just, you know, consciously cut that off, you know. And it really helped because yes. Yes. it really set it up because I yes. didn't know why I'm so, you know, it's still... Yes. You know, it's, it's still struggling. It's still, yeah. Yeah, you can't negotiate with desire. Yeah. It's not possible. That was, that was the last thing that really helped because it's like, oh my God, you know. Yes. So since I consciously cut that out, you uh -huh. know, like, okay, no. Uh -huh. And, you know, I mean, so in no way that I would consciously make a move or, you know, yes. uh, whatever, you know, to, yes. to approach women or whatever. Yes. So what about just accepting? Okay. Okay, mind, actually, forget about it, because this isn't going to happen. It's actually not going to happen. <coughs> That should be something. It's worth considering. Yeah, but I don't even consider it. <laughs> to take it a step further. Like, yeah. either do it or stop considering it and say, actually, I'll never do it. Is, it's not consciously considered. You know, okay. I mean, it's, it's not, I'm not consciously do that. It's just how unconscious, you know, how that uh, pop it up, uh, pray it arise and yeah. grasp yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really consciously approach okay. someone, you know what I mean? Sure, but it's in your head, huh? You're running the desire in your head, it doesn't matter if you're doing something about it or not, really. Not really. It just arises yes. when it does. Yes. I, I'm not really running. It's I do. It's running you. It's running you. <laughs> it's running you. Think about this, huh? Okay? What if that part of your mind that, that is willing to entertain that idea, should a beautiful woman come into your orbit, okay? That part of your mind that, that puts the sight of a beautiful woman and, and sex and desire and off we go in that story. The part of your mind that runs that, how about telling it? Actually, that will never happen. Your whole purpose is to run that story forever. It's a story you're running for years and years and years. And if there is a relationship or there is sex, it actually is independent to this story. It's independent. If you have loads of sex or no sex, this loop is still going to run. 
because because it's like it's it's just a neurological pathway. It's just something that keeps being entertained. You see? Okay. So what about telling that part of mind? Actually, it's never going to happen. You're just a story. It's never actually going to happen. And you're surrendering it, surrendering that desire to find somebody. Surrendering it. And then that means in your head, well then, okay, I'm never going to meet somebody. <coughs> you kind of have to go there in your head in order to completely surrender desire. You've got to accept that you'll never get it. That's when you know you've dropped the desire, is you've totally accepted that you'll never get it. It's a trick, but it works if you're authentic about it, you know, if you're ready for it. I, I, in this moment, I, I think what you just suggest is just wonderful. Touching the stem, is that it? Ah, okay. We have a sensitive stem. People look very tired. I'm just conscious of, of letting people go to bed. Does anybody anybody need to speak this evening? Anybody else? No. Is it okay? Good morning. All right. Hmm. Okay then, is everybody okay about being in silence from here on? <coughs> about no phones and no computers and no eye contact? And if you need something, you know, like, if, you know, if you can, of course. Yeah. Sure, but if you need something, you know, not just, I need to talk, I'm going to pretend that I need a softer pillow, you know, like, not those kind of things, no? <laughs> Okay. So, um, if people want to come into this room during the day at any time and just sit here or lie on the floor, or whatever, that's cool. That's fine. It's, you, you just follow the natural flow, you know. Just honor what's in, honor what happens, and if it's going to interfere with somebody else, well, somebody will tell you. You know, sorry, you can't do that. And so what? <laughs> but but honor the natural movement. Just see if you can listen to that, to see, well, okay, let's see if my body's going get to get up off this chair or not. Let's see. You know, rather than, okay, it's time to go to bed now and get up. That's mine, huh? Let's just see if when your body you get up off the chair. Let's see when you brush your teeth or not. Let's see. Just, just free flow, no? And just see, okay, not all I have it. Let's just see what the organic movement is here. If you don't have a shower for a week, I'm sure somebody will come to you. But, you know, go as far as you can with it, you know? <laughs> Operation from the natural state. I have a question. Yeah. Um, so, are you asking us to kind of remain as just watching the thoughts and the feelings, um, and, and being that rather than a kind of, a kind of contemplation, or um, see if you can drop? Mm, okay, for some people, it's not a dropping. So, um, don't hang on to the word dropping. 
see if you can uh, if you can do something more restful than watching the thoughts. It's like it's like a more subtle thing than observer. Being. Yeah, closer to the being. Kind of. It's closer to that vibe. Yeah, observing is just a bit too in there. But if observing is, is, is kind of new to you, then of course, observe your thoughts and say, okay, that's an idea, fine, let's just not, not go with that and see what else happens. But, but if you can, go to that being place. Just natural state, natural flow, and, and mind is on the side. It's not a central stage, it's just, just push it to the side a little bit. Right, I guess that's what I was okay. trying to say, say is, um, from this place of being, the thoughts or the feelings arise, but not focusing on them. Right? Yes. They just happen as they yes as they as they do. But but to kind of remain in that state, if you will, rather than any kind of contemplative. Yeah. 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 Just see what I'm encouraging, I suppose, is just going to the natural state of where we don't have to do anything with mind at all, but the volume reduces naturally. And when you do that, it's like um, the natural state takes up more room almost. You know? It, it does, really. It just becomes more familiar to your whole mechanism. You see? Mm-hmm. It's just a bit gentler than any doing, or I must focus on this. Or it's just like, you know what? Mind is actually all right. We'll just put it on the side. We'll just reduce the volume a little bit. Mm-hmm. When you were talking to Nina about being way <coughs> in which something is self-destructive, yes. You, can you clarify what you mean by that? You, you mentioned illness. What did you mean by self-destructive exactly? Mm. In the example of the Nina story, it was it it, it was that you know you when you're in a situation that's not promoting a sense of well-being. How much of a battering do you take in the name of the ego being honed down? How much of a battering do you take? Like, because you can use a, um, like a relationship that has a lot of pain, for example, or work that's really tough, or any scenario in life that really presses buttons on your ego, that really brings up stuff for you. If you, you have two ways of, of dealing with that. You, you, if you're, if you're using it as a spiritual tool, huh? So, so staying there and saying, whoa, my buttons are pressed again? Okay, let's see, if, let's see if I'm lost in the buttons being pressed as much next time. And Oh my God, the buttons are pressed. Okay, drop it, drop it, drop it, rather than getting stuck in reaction. And you can use any situation to reduce your emotional reaction until you recognize, whoops, that would have pressed a button, and my God, I didn't react this time. Great. So you know in this way you can, you can really, really spot where you get caught in identification. Now, at a certain point, life can show you that, that certain situations are actually bad for you. They're actually too much, too intense. And, and then it's like it's actually bashing some part of you that, na- that needs to stay whole. Do you see? So fine, if, if, <coughs> if the impact is just hitting on ego issues, that's fine. But if it's actually wearing down something that's needed to be there for you to have confidence, 
for you to be self-reliant, for you to manage in the world. If it's battering that, that's self-destructive. That's not a good idea. Yeah, that's the part I'm a little unclear on. Like, what is that you're battering at that point? If it was happening to you, I'd say you'd know it. Do you know what I mean? If it's, it's the kind of thing you'd rec- recognize if it's happened to you. But that, that seems to me to be like thought that would be being battered. You know, that's something that needs to stay whole in me. That yes. seems to be a thought construct. Yes, it's about, you see, you see when the ego, the ego needs to come to wholeness, you know, because like when you love yourself or when you know no, it's all right, okay, then you're grand. And then you go fine-tuning, you go fine-tuning the stuff, you know, and finding out, well, when do I think I'm Bob? When, when is this program running? Okay? And we go after that. Now, the part, the part <coughs> that needs to be whole needs to stay whole in order to manage in the world, in order to have balance and well-being and to be able to look after yourself and be self-reliant and stay healthy mentally and physically. Do you see? So certain things need to stay whole. Like if your confidence is destroyed, you're going to go back into having to heal that. You see? So certain aspects of the ego are part of what needs to stay whole for the ripening. You see? Yeah. Yeah. So it can, it can set you back if something happens and it destroys you too much. If you are there for spiritual reasons, you can miss that. You can miss it. That's the thing that, that, that disguises your gut reaction. i got to get out of here. This isn't doing me any good. i got to get out of here. The thing that will stop that response from coming up is because you're still there <coughs> because of your spiritual path. That, that's something almost, it's, that's almost it's got to be experiential. Because yes. The, the very thing that you could be saying that about could be the core of your ego, right? That's right. Saying, it has to be experienced. Yeah, you have to know. Yeah, you have to have an example of this to really know. It'll either happen here or not. You know? Yeah, it has to be experiential, this does, yeah. It's a very specific thing. Yeah. 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 Um, yes, Susan. Well, when we finish, I just have one more announcement. Very good. All right, everybody. Hasta mañana. <laughs>